All right, guys. Big episode of the Nordies podcast. Harry Potter possibly coming back to HBO. We talk impeachment, why the last man, what we do in the shadows before doing our Quantum of Solace Bond rewatch. Here we go. Nordies podcast. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? Feeling better for this one. Yeah, man. We can have some fun here and not be all depressed. You know what? I felt bad, but I also think that our episode was great in the one before. So go check out our sports cast from earlier this week. We break down another tough Vikings loss, but sometimes those losses are more fun to cover. Yeah, man. Lots to talk about. It was all, you know, we had some nice things to say about the team, but at the same time, we get to absolutely destroy them for being the losers from loser town that they are. Absolutely. So go check that out. Um, Also, guys, before we get into anything else, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast. Also, uh, you know, find our podcast anywhere you get your favorite podcast from. Subscribe and give us that five-star rating that we deserve. We're a five-star pod. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? I would agree. I know so. Yeah. All right, guys. We are drinking a beer, a timely beer. What are we drinking right now? Feist beer. Feist beer. Oktoberfest. Or it's actually, I think it's, <laughs> it's fest beer. Oh, it is? Um, but yeah, it's a German-style party lager, which sounds oh. way cooler than like an Oktoberfest. We're having right? a party right now. We're having a party lager. What kind of lager are you drinking? Oh, party kind. Yeah. Um, anyway, this is this is their version of like what they feel Oktoberfest beer should taste like. I agree. Um, it's going to be malty. Not yep. everybody's favorite, but I like this one because it's not super sugary and sweet and, and terrible like the Sam Adams or the Summit. It's still a golden beer. It's not a brown beer. Yeah. I don't. When I see a brown beer, I'm a little bit, I'm like, I know I'm not going to like it that much. Mm-hmm. And I like good. this one a lot. It's very drinkable. This is solid. This is great. We great. just need some like spicy mustard and some fresh pretzels. But Where's that at, Eric? Eric let yeah. us down. You're the fucking studio master. I did. I let you guys down. All right, guys. It is time (laughs) to dive right into... He didn't even uh, bite. Do we care? Mm -mm. And uh, lots to talk about. But first thing we need to talk about is definitely uh, Jeopardy. I'm worried about this. (laughs) I'm stressed. Jeopardy is in Jeopardy? Who is going to be the, the next host of Jeopardy? I'm living and dying on this. I haven't watched Jeopardy since I was about eight. Um, but I know people are really worked up about this. People are people are on pins and needles and upset and very passionate. Like Twitter is on the daily deciding these things. Yes. They're like bending to the whim of whatever Twitter says. And yeah, they're not happy when the producer was like, hey, I'm just going to make myself the host. And everyone's like, I've never heard of this guy. Don't know who he is, but he can make the decision. And so, you know, they came back and said, we don't want this dude. So he said, I'll step down. I'm the producer. I got to make this show successful. So now they got... Okay, Mayim Bialik? That sounds right. Sounds good, right? She was on Big Bang Theory, not a show that I watched. Um, and then they got Ken Jennings, the man. who was the greatest of all time. The He's man, the, the goat. Man. He's the Jeopardy goat. Uh, Was James? Or you can't say the computer was. No, no, no. The guy that, that recently went on the run. He won, he won like twice as much money as Ken Jennings. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, Ken Jennings is still... Legendary. My goat. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't remember the... I don't even know the other guy. Um... So they're going to split duties through the rest of the year. And then by then, Aaron Rodgers will probably just retire. Uh, we haven't seen him play week two yet, but it's probably not going to be much better. He'll probably quit and then just go host Jeopardy. I hope so. <laughs> and then Eric will continue not watching. Do it. I care? No, I don't. <laughs> no, we don't I, care what I, it I don't is. care. There's like I The only thing that's ever interesting that's happened with Jeopardy is this whole like saga of the host who's hosting. So, yeah. If you guys um, hosted Jeopardy, I'd watch it once a week. 
Oh, that's cool. That's really nice of you to say. Once a week. I don't even think I would do that. Really? I, I mean, I don't care enough about you guys. I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. I'm just kidding. I just don't care We'd enough still about do the, the pod, show. so you'd see us enough. It's not like you'd have to like tune in to see our. I would. Our other I would works. be like, dude, I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna support you. I'd watch like two episodes like right away, and then be like, I, I, I this is right in the middle of my work day. I don't have time for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for, that's fair. All right, guys, we're gonna bring us to the world of celebrities with some bad news. Norm Macdonald passed away um, at a pretty early age i don't think 60 something yeah not very old early 60s i think so um sad norm mcdonald was a really hilarious comedian um really inappropriate uh but i don't know i think that's pretty funny he loved to push the boundaries significantly like i remember like my one of my first tastes of weekend update was norm mcdonald on snl right and it's just fire he was great norm mcdonald when he on did weekend it, update is incredible when he did weekend update it definitely felt unique and like his because it wasn't like you know seth where he's like being hilarious and laughing and it was like the most dry version they've ever done and it was just brilliant and he would just be like you know just these horrible jokes about like women drivers or just like shit that's just like damn i can't believe they just said he that. was pretty ruthless oh absolutely didn't pull any punches no and no. i'm glad he didn't yeah, I mean, he definitely did stuff just for shock value, which was kind of ahead of his time. So, yeah, dude, uh, RIP to one of the greats. Uh, I feel like we should all maybe try to watch uh, Dirty Work, which used to be one of my favorite show, like, movies when What's I was about? younger. Um, it's like he's down on his luck, and he, like, finds out, like, he does, like, dirty jobs on Craigslist for money. Like, okay, definitely he'll saw do it. whatever. Really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had, like, Chris Farley in it, and... yeah. It was good. You remember this one? It was Artie Lang? Was Artie like, Lang was, was his, absolutely, yeah. He, he was his like sidekick. Like one of the big running jokes in there was like the dead hooker in the trunk. Yeah. If you remember yep. that yep. shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm into it, man. I want to watch it again and see if it's still funny. I don't want it to suck. And that it might probably happen. Is bad. It might be. I haven't seen it in at least 15 years. I but saw it in theaters. Yeah, that's, that's me and like six other people that were there. I think I would have had to have gone with a father figure in order to see You're it. Probably like five. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's all good, man. Do you guys want to make a guess on when it came out? I think it came out in 1998. Seven. Oh, Jimmy Channel. Eight. Yes. 1998. Pretty good with movie years for some reason. Nothing wow. else. Wow. But. Okay. Um. We'll keep it with movies then. Uh. We have joked a lot about what the cast of Knives Out 2 is going to be and how many people are in it. But they finally <laughs> wrapped production, so hopefully. <sighs> It was one of no the longest running had. bit we've ever had. I mean, it was like two a week for a month and a half. I mean, there's 15 famous celebrities in the in the movie. So, yeah. so um, RIP to the bit. I just think it's, I don't even know if I have high hopes for this movie, but it was fun to continually update us on somebody new that joined the cast. How many that's over. over under on how many more Knives Out 2 movies they make at 0.5 mm. or sorry knives out right. movies that they make oh, at 0.5 over, 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 over oh you think they're sure. going they're yeah. gonna continue this on oh yeah Brian Johnson I would guess that they make four or five of them wow and honestly it may be like the third one ain't Ryan Johnson yeah the studio owns it I think that True. they're just going to be able to like it's going to become more of a formula and a place where big name people can either revive their career a little bit or Hop in for a quick, fun paycheck. Yeah, or they're just mm-hmm. desperate to like get into something. Or they want just, to hang out with their friends. Yeah, or, or just like they want to hang out with their friends and like it's not going to be hard work and it's going to be fun. You know, it's like it's like the Oceans movies. Did they even right. need a second one? They didn't. Or like the Expendables. Yeah, right. Like, for an a, example of a really bad version of what we're talking about. Sure. But yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, do we care? I I care. Nah. I care because okay. I care because the bit's dead. Yeah, let's. It was it. a lot of fun. Yeah. 
All right, uh, next up, Anthony Mackie is going to star in something um, that uh, is from the, the distant past, uh, and that's Twisted Metal, the old video game. There's going to be a, a TV series. We don't know exactly where it's going to be yet, but we do know that Anthony Mackie is going to play the exact same character he plays in everything <laughs> as one of the characters from Twisted Metal. Now, I believe Twisted Metal He's was like, like, man, I can't believe this shit. What's going on? It's crazy. I, I feel like ta- like like Twisted Metal was was like a video game about like cars, cars like Battle crashing, cars. yeah, dystopian cars. Yeah, kinda. it was like in the future they have this tournament and you enter and the, if you like win you get to meet this deity who who grants one wish and so you had to beat it with every single character because you had to you know reveal the cutscene for that character so there was sweet tooth and there was there was like a guy on a motorcycle and there was a guy like in a ball like an axle remember him did you play this game at all oh yeah i love this game it came out the same year as dirty work <laughs> it probably did dude and the one thing i always loved was like in the different maps there was like a lot of easter eggs you could get to oh yeah like if you could oh you turns out you can crash through this window then go into the swimming pool and then like get enough speed and jump into onto a rooftop and there was like an alien up there loved all that this is the day before like this is before the internet and so you'd probably you'd get like the video game magazines Nintendo power Ooh, magazine yeah yeah yeah, yeah. do you remember then, game genie oh yeah i never had that that was for do you remember too. um what was the other one? You probably had knockoff controllers too. <laughs> um, do you remember like you could buy the game books and they'd have like cheat codes in them? That's what he's talking about. That's yeah. He's that's, talking that's, about the ma- the magazine. That shit was wild. That was fun. All right. They had, fo- they had so this the show is gonna be. I don't even know if it's sold yet, so I don't know where we're gonna see it. It's gonna be really bad. And for somebody that's like gonna be, be the new Captain, Captain America? America, for him to just jump on stuff like altered carbon and this is like twisted okay. metal one came out in 1995 twisted metal two came out in 1996 okay here's the question do they pay him as much as chris evans was getting and if not is that controversial i think they have to i think they just uh, kind of have to although he's not the star power that chris evans is and no. not the talent that chris evans is no but he's uh like you pay michael b jordan whatever he wants it's not a race thing but it may come out like that it may look like that so i think they just got to pay him yeah i agree all right, so, uh, do we care? Suck. I think it's going to be awful. I don't it's going to be so bad. Um, next up, uh, Lock and Key. Uh, kind of bad, but mm. fun show. Yeah, yep, fair. From Netflix about like, was it like a haunt? Like it's a like haunted? a kid's in a magic house and there's magic keys. Magic keys in a different, house. Like, there's like have some kind of like haunting stuff Like some on. keys will make you, you know, turn into other people. Some keys will make you giant. Some keys will turn you into like the ghost realm. Some, you know, all these have different powers. Um really really fun big underlying mysteries of like what's under the house and i, I really liked this show but i think the kids it, were pretty bad actors so i that feel didn't help. so disconnected from the story at this point that i might need to like rewatch it or like watch like a youtube video on i don't something. think it's worth rewatching. really i think you'll just they'll like you know give you the last season on and you'll mm. just get caught up it'll be fine maybe it's just watch it's YouTube not really video. worth it yeah because it's it's only like a like a c plus show i think it's like maybe a little bit worse than like the witcher level of quality, yeah. Um, not great, but definitely wor- like it's a wreck. It's fun. It's like and it's, it's like a really a, cool original property. Like the the comic books, graphic novels are fantastic, and you should just go read those. It's for like sure. a weekend watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a like some week when you're bored, just watch. The so thing. when's it coming out? Uh, October twenty second. October twenty second. Netflix. Lock and key. I will be watching it. I don't know if I'm gonna quite, you know, binge it in a weekend, but I'll, I'll bet I knock it out in one week. All right. Uh, then, do we care about this? I care. I care. Did you watch this, Ryan? No. This is a show that I will watch, so I do care. I think you should watch it. And maybe, what if it's a little bit better than last season? There's always that possibility. Yeah. They get more money, maybe. 
I think it's going to be like a really solid B. Okay. I hope so. That'd be, I'd be happy with that. All right. Uh, next, this is a little crossover from our uh, hot wrecks and not wrecks. This is a, definitely a hot wreck at this point, and that is um, only murders in the building. I mean, this is a show that we're we're uh, really enjoying, and it's getting season two. It's coming in for season two. So I really like it so far. It's only through five episodes. It's dropping on Mondays, and uh, I again, not sure it's good, but like I find myself really excited to see the next one. So sometimes people hit me up. Um, you know, within the pod or outside of the pod and ask for Rex. And this is one that I've been giving to almost anybody because I just feel like, I'm like, look, it's not a, a, an amazing, artful show, but it's really fun. And it's nice. It's like a pleasant watch. It sounds uh, very universally palatable. Yeah, exactly. Like it's something for like something for everybody. Else. You know, and it's not, it's it's an R-rated show. You know what I mean? It's it's like not for kids. So if you're an adult, you, you I think you'll enjoy it. And I'm excited for season two. Um you know, as long as Steve Martin and Martin Short don't die, then let's do it because they're kind of old. But let's go, man. I'm excited about it. You, I, you know, it's always a positive thing when they get renewed this soon. Yeah, halfway through. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. For I, sure. I think it's the biggest win for Selena Gomez. <laughs> because, absolutely. Because what I, was she? What, what was her acting career? What is the most high profile acting thing? She's I don't know, done? She has like a cooking show. Right? Yeah, that's not acting. Um, she was in the movie with James Franco that people liked. It was like a mystery of like Spring Break. Yeah. Spring he, Breakers. Oh, Spring Breakers. Spring Breakers, yeah. I, I, she's a, was she's that James a, Franco? Yeah. Oh, yeah, when he's like the drug dealer. Like, yeah. yeah like she was in um, The Big Short. Oh, for a minute. For a minute. So it was a cup lot of, of folks. Cup of coffee. Um, okay, so I'm actually impressed that you guys could come up with that. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know how we were going to get She's not two, the best we... part of the show. She just like is the foil to the old people. So they have jokes to make about young people, and she has jokes to make about old people, and it's it's kind of fun. I just think she's like really charming in the show, even though I don't think she's a very good actress. And I don't know, I her story is the one I connect with the most, maybe based on my age. Mm, and yeah. so I don't know. I, I don't see you really relating to Steve Martin a whole lot. I don't, but it's funny because I'm he makes me laugh like five times an episode, and I'm like embarrassed about it. <laughs> So do you like Steve Martin's character the best? I like Martin Short's character the best. Oh, I think I like Martin Short's character the least. Ooh! Um, Steve Martin, I find myself laughing at his just stupid dad jokes, like kind of like, oh, like chuckling to myself. Yeah. And I'm always like, ugh, like oh, I'm getting old. Catch yourself. But but um, I don't know. It's just fun. People should watch it. Season two and uh, or is, is... And it's on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, it's on, it's on Hulu. Only Murders in the Building. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, we got a lot of HBO news for you guys. Okay. The first one is... Uh, in the true crime realm, which continues to be a bigger and bigger deal. Uh, and this was, um, I don't know if it's early, but it was like uh, a big deal a few years back. And that was The Jinx. Uh, it was a story about... God, that was huge. Robert, Cultural. That was like water cooler stuff. Yeah, Robert Durst. I don't really know why he the, was... One of the creepiest fucks of all time. Why was he famous? He was just rich. Yeah, I think he was just famous for his like proximity to people dying and stuff, right? Like well, no, he wasn't no. famous outside of that. You're was right. He? he he wasn't famous. He was just super loaded. Yeah, like from his family. Oh, so weird. And then like just how strange that was, and how in the last episode he's like in the bathroom, like talking to himself with still mic'd up with a hot mic. He's like, yeah, of course I fucking killed her, but uh, why do they keep asking me about it? Like just yeah. creepy shit. One of the great running jokes from like 
what was that unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt or whatever? Like, like their older, her older roommate is like the older woman was like, yeah, my boyfriend, Bobby Durst. He's so charming. This was white hair. <laughs> she was like ongoing dating Robert Durst throughout it. Not a great show, but that was a good joke. The jinx was good, though. The jinx was crazy. So anyways, we, yes, we remember Robert Durst. What's up? He has been charged, charged, convicted, convicted. convicted. He's guilty. He's going of, to, of murder to jail for his last like three years of his life. He looks next to death. But yeah. Um, that's good, right? I mean, it's great. do you guys ever feel like justice when somebody's like, like a, uh oh, Bill Cosby alert? It's been two weeks, so we got to bring him back up. Yeah, Bill Cosby. Do you ever feel like, okay, this guy is like really old? Let's give him a pass. Or are no. you always like, no, fuck him, put him in jail for their last three years, let him die? There. Well, that's what Harvey Weinstein did. Yeah, when like he, he was, was like, oh, I'm really sick. And no, then, like, but he like had a walker and like yeah, he tried the, to the like neck collar thing and was like trying to look as feeble as possible yep. like walking into the courtroom mm-hmm. fuck those people yeah fuck them right go it's to like, jail it's like the nazis like you find him like living in your neighborhood like a, an old man that keeps to himself he's 98 years old they find out he's a nazi fuck him fuck right him. he's fuck a nazi. oh absolutely okay okay there's no like age you know no oh, he's just an old man i'm uh, like i'm like let's put him somewhere rough so yeah. those last years are even worse that's what i'm saying i'm, I'm good with that i don't have any issue so fuck with robert durst and all the rest i'm I don't like care. let's make up for lost time yeah <laughs> right <laughs> We are not, I'm, he got away with this for too long. Let's. Yeah. How do we condense this? You know, forty-year prison sentence. I'm All right. Uh, in other HBO news, they are officially leaving uh, Amazon Prime, so their shows will not be on Amazon. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that was probably timed out when they started their streaming service. They gave everybody like a heads up, like, "Look, you got two years, and we're gonna wrap it up." Well, there, there was probably a contract. Yeah, and, and it's it's expiring, and they're not renewing it. And that's totally fine. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm good with Especially it. Especially because HBO Max is absolutely killing it. I love HBO Max. HBO Hulu's, Max Hulu's is the, the best right now, though. Hulu is amazing. Hulu's on fucking fire. Okay, so um, next up, sticking with HBO, it is rumored that they are they have in the works a Harry Potter prequel series that's going to uh, revolve around the life of Cedric Severus. Snape. I'm sorry, Severus oh, Snape. How could you? Severus Snape. Uh, did that ruin your orgasm when you yeah, said that? It did. It did. <laughs> it's like, stop short. Um, it's like somebody opening the door. I'm really excited about this. Uh, any HBO series with Harry Potter is exactly what we need because everything with Harry Potter has been like, how can we market toys to kids and get more kids to like Harry Potter? And I think that they are missing um, who their audience is. That they're literally the, you. The audience is older now. The audience is older. And like I think that they can still continue to make things for kids. And I hope that they push out cartoons and books and toys and things for kids. It's selling $100 wands at Walt Disney World. But Right. Well, no, at Harry Potter World. At, uh, Universal Studios. Universal Studios. Sorry, I messed it up. Um, but but what, I, what I really think that they should be it's doing like the at the same Disney time doesn't own let's not give it to them too quick pushing out um some adult content with harry potter um, how adult are we talking here <laughs> i want to see a young mcgonagall <laughs> <laughs> we did we did yeah oh we, yeah we, we did actually, and they just introduced back. her but she wasn't supposed but, to be alive then yeah. or something <laughs> unless she's they like, like they like 150 up, yeah. so bad so they're so, not even trying anymore I want some like HBO, um, kind of like dark, sort of violent, like like. Pu- this should be that. Yeah, like the the seventh and eighth movies level dark and violent, um, but maybe even turned up a little bit more because it's on HBO. So mm-hmm. you want like Deathly Hallows Part Two with Logan? 
Oh, I mean, yeah. I want to see. I'd be really excited. But except about for that. like every spell is Snape's sec- septum sempra. Oh. So there's just blood flying yeah, everywhere. Blood and he's just like all over. going through like the order house and just oh. annihilating everybody. Blood flying. He's like pretty much an axe murderer with a wand. You into that? Oh, I don't think that ever happened. No, but I would. But be, like maybe they could. That's you know, the show on. that I want. Um, I don't know. Anything with this, any prequel to Harry Potter is really exciting to me. And I think actually prequels, um, not too too far, like not like um, uh, Fantastic Beasts level prequels, but like um, I think Harry Potter's set in the 90s. So like uh, late 80s, early 90s Harry Potter um, mm-hmm. story, which we know what happens in the story, but we haven't seen it and we don't know the details. I think that's the place that they should investigate. And that would be young Severus Snape. So you're saying post Hogwarts Snape, but pre Hogwarts teacher Snape. Yes. Somewhere yes. in that yes. right, right where that's yeah. a sweet spot. So I want first wizarding war where it's like James and Lily Potter and our characters. And, you know, Sirius Black and Peter Pettigrew and Voldemort and Dumbledore and like all the characters you know, but before you knew them, or the ones that have had died before the story started. Let me ask you though, do you think there's someone that can bring Snape to life like Alan Rickman did? Um, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know what his name is, right? Uh, Adam Driver. Yeah, gotta be right. Adam Driver is Snape. They could never get him. He's way too tall. If Adam Driver, <laughs> he's, like six, he's like six. It doesn't eight. matter. If Adam Driver was Snape, you I, complained he's not about six, you complained eight. about John Lithgow being too tall to play Winston Churchill. You're gonna complain about Adam Driver being too tall. <laughs> I really did play. complain about that. If, if <laughs> uh, they made him the wrong shape, I didn't like it. If Adam Driver <laughs> was Snape, on, supposed to look like the Penguin from. Uh, second batman movie if adam driver was snape i would pay an extra five dollars a month permanently for hbo max do you think he yeah. could do an english accent though um oof all right we're getting we're getting too you deep. know what we're, it'll we're, have to be an english actor you're right i would agree they'll just go all it's english actors it's, they always do that's what they do um yeah that's a good point so okay maybe let's brainstorm and next week okay. let's do a fantasy cast i guys i i looked it up oh you figured it out alan rickman six foot one okay adam driver Six foot two. Okay. And guess what? It As works. you get older, you, you lose shrink, a little. <laughs> you shrink. <laughs> Even in you the magical world. You come back down. That's yeah. amazing. I, I love this. I'm I'm all about it. Um, Is he too handsome, though? I think Adam he's, Driver. I think he's hideous. Adam Driver? Oh, he's so weird looking. Okay. Ladies do do people agree, think but... he's really handsome? Yeah, yeah. A lot of them. I saw a meme the other day of like when he takes off his mask as Kylo Ren or whatever, and like the girls were like going crazy. Yeah, it's what? like, you didn't know about this. Oh, I think he's like just a, maybe the weirdest looking person there is. <laughs> like when I see him, he makes me like uncomfortable. All right, let's move on from Adam Driver. I think he's making you uncomfortable for a different reason, <laughs> and you just don't uh, you don't know how to identify that in yourself. I but. really, am but yeah, I think it'd be this. it'd be amazing. I hope it happens. I think it's kind of like rumor mill right now, but it'd be perfect. They'll do something. They'll start H- making shows. So. HBO is the perfect spot for it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they, they, I think they own it. Actually, they do. They, it. They do what if they cross? Right? Yeah. What if they cross like Harry Potter with the Watchmen and like did that type of tone? Oh, it should be. Uh, I'm sorry. It's Warner Brothers owns Harry Potter. Right? Yeah, yeah. And they're rented to Universal Studios as a property. But Warner Brothers also owns HBO, right? Yeah. So it makes sense. Um, they have Thrones. They're gonna make Thrones shows for the rest of time. They need to make Harry Potter shows for the rest of time as well. I want them. It's just a cash cow. It would be like Disney being like, "Now nah, we're gonna we're gonna shelf Star Wars for the next few years." Like, yeah. Why would you do break. that? Not gonna happen. All right. Um. Also, so HBO seems like they're kind of diving in helen mirren is going to host a harry potter quiz show on hbo max mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. local angle um one of my wife's friends 
uh, she's a little older, and she has a daughter who was like 16 or 17 and is on the show, is going to compete. So I don't know how she's doing. I think she's flying out to L.A. or something in a few weeks and going to compete. Huge Harry Potter nerd. Um, so good luck to her, and I hope the show's cool. Um, I'm sure we'll at least check it out. But yeah, that's pretty much why we brought this one up. All right. I love that. I'm excited about that as well. And I just want you guys to know that when I was in high school, when I was in like, I don't know, 10th or 11th grade, I was in some just bullshit class where like, you know, you just like messed around. You ever mm-hmm. have classes like that? Um, yeah, not, a little bit. Not till college, but yeah. So I, I took my studies a little, little bit more seriously. Than you did. <laughs> <laughs> so I had some class that was just some bullshit we class. Didn't, we didn't have the silver spoons to fall back on. Exactly. And, and uh, me and my Scrap. friend in class... We played the Scholastic Harry Potter trivia most days, mm-hmm. and we got very good. We were like ranked like in the top fifty years. Oh wow! I just picture Eric on the show with like a bunch of teenagers, like in his Vikings jersey, oh, and yeah. he's like just beeping in over everybody like as fast <laughs> as possible. Like, <laughs> I'm in. I'm gonna watch that show too. All right, guys. Next up, we care obviously about HBO and Harry Potter, um, but the Emmys are uh, happening yeah. as we're recording this. So we don't have everything. We don't have everything, but we have any uh, cool updates or any themes or trends that, that are happening in the Emmys this year. Um, yeah, man. it's uh, I'm not going to name the people. Right now, they're still in like the supporting actor phase. But dude, I can tell you right now, The Crown, once again, absolutely cleaning up. Um, Mayor of Easttown. Even Evan Peters. Your guy, Evan Peters. Uh, I don't want to give any spoilers. So let's not. Because everybody... <coughs> I don't feel like as many people watch this as should have maybe i i recently watched mary town and yeah you just kind of loved it so and then that's because they don't listen not enough people listen to the nordy's podcast to, to let them know the yeah. show was a banger i know it absolutely is a banger and then ted lasso has uh, right now already three of them have won acting awards for it so pretty deserved and ryan you're the only one that's watched all of it i love it eric why don't you watch it i just got a new iphone it's coming on friday i should get a free subscription to apple whatever you so. just have it already dude i'm gonna use it um so yeah, man, I think next week, like, we'll probably go over the big winners because it's going to happen by 1030 and we'll be done recording. So next week we'll go over like, yeah, turns out all the shows we predicted were fucking awesome, except for Dave won a bunch of shit. Dave's going to be nowhere to be found no, on here. No, which is unbelievable. Crazy. How is Gata not better than Evan Peter? Gata was better. Gata was better. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, guys, it's back uh, again. Your favorite segment. Knives Out 2? Hot Rex oh. and Not Rex. Um, so we're going to start with Why the Last Man on FX. Yeah. This is this is definitely a hot wreck. I mean, it's I don't think it's like the most gripping. I think it could have been a little bit better, but I'm definitely enjoying it. They dropped um, three episodes all at once. It's it's on FX and then subsequently Hulu because FX has a deal with the best TV station, mm-hmm. cable station. So that's another huge up for Hulu. Um, so I was watching on Hulu. It's a bunch of kind of unnamed, you know, unknown actors mostly, um, but really, really good. It's like the last, you know, one man is alive. Every man died in one big catastrophic event. What the fuck happened? Why did they die? Why is he alive? How is society functioning with half of the, the, you know, society gone? And they get into a little bit of like men's, men's and women's roles in society and what sort of the big gaps are left over, you know, as, as men go out, like the power plants are kind of shutting down and they're like they obviously have these amazing smart smart women but not enough that are you know they're like training people up from different segments there's probably so, a lot of labor industry related stuff there. stuff like yeah. that yeah so it's it's kind of, it's pretty interesting um how are we gonna mine coal again exactly maybe <laughs> let that one go so you know it's been a, it's a pretty good show i definitely am wrecking it even after three episodes it's not like my strongest ever but i think go check it out um 
it's a, it's definitely a big budget show that they uh, spent a lot of money on. They bought the property for a lot because it's like a pretty big graphic novel, you know, and just look at like what they HBO did with Watchmen, right? So like you spend the money on the IP, you got a good chance here. And I think they're, they're swinging for the fences. So dude, this is a wreck. It's definitely R rated. It's good, you know, production value. Uh, the acting is good. Uh, dude, I'm into it. They even got a monkey and I love monkeys, right? I watched one episode. I liked it. It was Are you going to keep watching? Yeah, I'm going to keep watching. Okay. I actually think that FX is like kind of crushing it right now. Dude, FX is fantastic. I watch three hours of FX content a week. I can't say that about really anybody else. So, Okay, uh, next up, sticking with FX then, uh, Impeachment. Oh, yeah. When's that dropping? It already did. Oh, did it? Two episodes are out. Oh, shit. I got to watch. I watched the first two episodes. Oh, you did? Look at you, man. Did you watch? You didn't even watch the OJ one, did you? Nah, dude. These shows are boring (laughs) as fuck. Is this one boring, too? (laughs) Yeah, it's so boring. No. I'm going to watch it. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Everybody loves it, but it's a lot of, like, conversations between two people about politics. So is Succession, and you like that, but okay. Yeah, but, like, I'm just... What's her name? Um, Beanie Fieldstein? Is great. Is she really? She's great. How's That's, Clive? I love it. As Bill Clinton. Um, Clive Owen. My problem with anyone playing Bill Clinton is more than like almost any other actor, it feels like someone playing Bill Clinton. Okay. Like a caricature of Bill Clinton. Doesn't feel like yeah. Bill. It never feels like Bill Clinton. I don't know why. Like everyone like overacts Bill Clinton. And so he's just okay. Nobody did it better than Phil Hartman. Uh, all right. Phil Hartman is, yeah, elite. Um, so overall, I... Th- I probably will watch it. I think it will be a show that everyone really hypes up, and she probably wins some awards for. That'd be great. Um, but it's it's whatever. It's fine. <laughs> you should go back and watch the OJ one. That one was great. Oh, that was mm-hmm. that one, one of the most perfect OJ, seasons we'll, of TV. We'll, we'll throw it to Lydia, I think, in that. Mm, I don't. I think it's mostly about the trial. It's and stuff. after. Yeah. It's way after. Okay. You'd be all right. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right, next up, HBO Max. Ryan, you were watching Scenes from a Marriage. What is this? This is a hard sell because... It's just I, I sell it. Okay, so I like a lot of shows that are much more fast paced than this. Mm-hmm. But being married, this show brings up a lot of interesting topics mm-hmm. that forces you to be pretty introspective about. Like, huh? I wonder about that with my marriage. And then there's some weird shit that happens, and I feel like it's going to continue to escalate. Um, it starts off very strangely. Um, so this is this is Jessica Chastain and Oscar Isaac are, okay. the, are the two main. Is characters. this a limited series? Yes. And it's what? Do you, do you know how many episodes? Like six hours? Six. Or something? I think it's six, and okay. they're like forty-five to fifty minutes each, okay. roughly. Um, Does it jump time periods with each one? Nope. Okay. Right. Not as far as I know. All right. Um, and it's so well done. Um, and they do move things forward. You know, um, where they they'll skip over, uh, uh, you know, a couple weeks or something like that. Sure. And it's a lot of dialogue. Um, and it starts off really slow, but then it, it, it continues to escalate. And I feel like it's going to end up being really good. Um, but it is boring yeah. initially. And I, I, I would be lying to the audience if I was like, oh, it's so gripping to hear two people talking to a therapist for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's not. But they do such a good job that you, you get kind of sucked in, right? If this was Channing Tatum and I don't know, who was Chris so Pratt's I watched ex-wife? I watched Marriage Story and I, I know this isn't related, but it is kind of, right? That was a movie with Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver. And that was like two hours of this shit. And I got through that. I thought it was actually a really good movie. It, so I don't know. Maybe this is, it's better. Yeah. Significantly. Okay. Just because Jessica Chastain and Oscar Isaac are... You can tell that they prepare... It's almost like a play 
in a way, mm-hmm. which I don't know if that tips the scales one way or the other, and it, that could make it worse. Yeah. But I feel like it's really good. Like, anything that's well done is hard to not enjoy. Right. You know what I mean? And I feel like this falls into that category for me. So I just got to start it. Start it and stick through, like, the first Should I minutes. watch it with my wife, or is it going to be just, like, too much? Uh, She's a therapist. Let's keep that in mind. Maybe this is... You could. <laughs> I should avoid this one. Like, you could complain. screen it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. They, they, it gets into some weird territory that okay. that most normal marriages probably don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like one of their, um, they have a, a couple that they're friends with has an open marriage, and Oscar's like, "Can I get in on that action?" Like, yeah. But the you know, there's some conflict because the the wife got broken up with by one of the people she's dating, and they oh. start kind of hashing it out at the dinner table. Oh damn! Like All it's right. it's interesting. All right, like it's it's compelling. It's a good watch once it gets to that point. You just got to kind of stick through it. Well, I tell you what, there was a zero percent chance I was going to watch it before, and now I have about an eighteen percent chance. So nice work. I think that's a good sell. All right, I think you did your job. The last or the next next episode drops tonight uh, on Sunday. Okay, so it comes out every Sunday. All right, you also have been watching lots of uh, Taylor Sheridan. Yeah, so your shout guy. Out, shout out to Hulu. Yeah, oh, do it. They got, you. They got Hell or High Water. Yes. And Wind River. Both absolute scalding hot wrecks for me. They're both fantastic Never films. seen Wind River. Oh, it's so good. It just looks like two people out in the woods. No, it's not. Okay. Not at all. Oh. there's there's. It's about like Indian reservations, and there's lots of um, discussion about like their rights and what happens when like a big oil company comes in and Jeremy Renner is pretty good. Like this is probably his best role. Yeah. Honestly. And Elizabeth Olsen. And how is she? Really good. Okay. She's fantastic. Like I, this movie, Wind River. Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch getting together. Wind River is like a 93 for me. Wow. It's phenomenal. All right. Well, that's, that's a hot wreck. I might need to check that one. Obviously, Helen Highwater is just probably Taylor Sheridan's best thing he's ever done. You well, think it's did, better? He did Sicario. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sicario. that's your shit. Sicario that's my favorite movies of all time. A 99. I know, I know that. All right, guys, I watched uh, Netflix's new documentary, Lula Rich. <laughs> I just got cut off, I think. I got I got played <laughs> off. I got played off the stage <laughs> with the music. You got played off um, from the marriage one. Yeah. You took up too much time on the oh, marriage. Oh, sorry. I was, trying to, I was trying to sell it. You was trying to sell I was asking questions. Lula Rich. I watched this. It's on Netflix. It's about Lula Rowe. I've never heard of this. It's like a... Is that the clothing company? It's a clothing company yeah. that's like a pyramid scheme. Oh, oh yeah, 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 and yeah. It's our legit awesome It's doc. like the fire Festival, but in a yes. different... Yeah. It's so good. I had no interest in this, and I watched a couple episodes. I heard some good things. It was really interesting. I think everyone should check it out. I know 50 girls on Instagram that were selling LuLaRoe. I didn't... Really? I'd never even heard of this company. I had never heard of it, and it was such a big thing... Um, the company That's also is like a lie. the most I don't know 50 girls corrupt. <laughs> it's like the most corrupt shit of all time. Yeah. Oh, it's a pyramid. Everything scheme. was going right to the top. It was like, it was like the bottom 80% of the people. Can I describe to you what a pyramid looks like? Yeah, right. <laughs> and how the scheme works? <laughs> right. The bottom 80% of the people were like losing their houses and stuff. And like everyone else was like getting so, super rich. Oh, yeah. It was really. I've bad. been dying to start a pyramid scheme. Well, we like, could start it. Um, we'll just do most of the planning off the pod though. Yeah. All right. Uh, finally, we're all watching what we do in the shadows. They went to Atlantic City this week. It was one of the best episodes they've ever. What a fire show. I can't believe they're like hitting their stride in season three. Brilliant. 
just brilliant. so happy. Just we're just brilliant. blessed. We're just blessed to have it. It's just perfect. It's if you the most off the wall show, but it all works. Like it all is like cohesive and hilarious. And the story, like wherever they go, doesn't matter. They write it perfectly. If they do like five seasons at this level, it's going to be in the conversation for one of my favorite TV comedies of all time. I can't argue with that. Yeah. All right, guys. It's definitely like the mo- like the hottest of right. It's right. just fantastic uh, on Hulu and FX. So there you go. All right, guys. It's time for watch rewatch. Crack me up every time. All right, guys, we're about to give you guys the shaken, not stirred content you've been desperate to get. And that's because we watched Quantum of Solace, which everyone only knows because it came out during the writer's strike. Uh, So everyone thinks that this movie is just terrible. But in reality, this movie was just... uh, It was only a little terrible. It was just... It was just below the other ones, which were incredible. The standard that Casino Royale set, like the 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 level, excuse me, the level of intensity Mm -hmm. and through lines and everything, the bar was really high. Yeah. So Quantum of Solace, when compared, like when you butt it up against Casino Royale, it's going to lose every time. It is, but you know what I liked about this movie the most? It picked up minutes right after the last one. Yeah. And dealt with all the big important shit that the last one did. Has a Bond movie ever done that before? No, they no, all just they've did their never own done thing. a sequel. It's always been like this is X amount of years before, or maybe after the, the the one before that. And who cares? Because it's a different adventure. They just left he's going to just harass, you got, He's going to harass this new woman. Yeah, <laughs> right. And what happened to the old woman? Don't ask questions, baby. So yeah, they you know they start out with a big car chase and then it turns out he's got that mr white in the trunk um that he shot in the leg at the last scene of the last one so we are right into it um some really really cool action scenes in this some unnecessary ones so a boat scene comes to mind i really tried to spend my time thinking about the writer strike while i watched this because i've watched this movie a few times but i guess i was really trying to come back to the show and be like was the writer strike a thing so here's the thing. There was a writers. There just weren't anybody that was in the writers union had to strike. So there wasn't wasn't any good writers, right? So like they think this was written by three people that weren't in the writers union. I think one of them was a director, one of them was a producer and whatever, right? Um and I think like plot-wise, like like the main strokes of the plot like kind of worked and then dialogue really really suffered because I think that's actually really hard to write. I thought that, like, the dialogue, especially early on in the movie, yeah. was rough. Like, I thought there was a lot of scenes where I was kind of like, this was like people writing what they, th- like, they thought they were supposed to write as a conversation between humans. Yeah, like, yeah, It yeah. was like they were, like, doing what they thought you were supposed to do. Or I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It just didn't sound natural. Well, like, they also had, like, M say, I need to know I can trust you, like, four times yeah, in, yeah, like, yeah. 45 minutes. Yes. Yeah. I was like, dude, they, she are, didn't she just say we it? Was already, did, deja we did that, like, yeah, two scenes ago. Yeah. For so, sure. You're right. I just will say um, there's a, a car chase to start. Then there's, like, a chase as a person turns, an agent turns. Yep. And there's like a chase there and it gets to this weird scene where like they're like hanging from ropes in like a museum. And that was a little much for me. But so many whatever. construction sites yeah. in this movie and in the last one, to be but honest. Then, well, but they, then they were like construction sites. What a great place yeah. for a fight scene. Right. Lots of shit to throw. Lots of shit to break. 
lots of shit to hang on. Then you you're introduced to who we find out to be the kind of the villain of this, who's like trying to direct like a, a coup or like a government overthrow. Was via... he Martin Screlly before Martin Screlly? I don't know who Martin Screlly. Oh, uh, Pharma the, Bro, the Pharma, guy? <laughs> the Pharma yeah, Bro yeah. that bought the Wu Tang album. <laughs> Looks like him, it, acts like him, it's talks pretty much like him. Is that guy? Yes. Yes. Um. By the I, way, how bad was the Jack White song to start out with? Uh, it was <laughs> Jack White and Alicia Keys. I'm like, I was like, oh yeah, this is the Jack White one. Can't wait. And I'm like, oh, it's really bad, really bad. Uh, most Jack White songs are bad, but that's so not true. It's, it's, oh, that's that's 100 percent true. That hurts me. You, but guys. this is even worse. This Jack, is like coming for the Beatles again. Jack, Jack White's greatest hit album should be like Seven Nation Army on repeat. <laughs> and then even he has at that, so many good songs. even at that point be like eh that's enough yeah wow. they're like seven you nation army seven nation army crazy. iggy thump or whatever it's called and then seven nation army and that's he's got a million that's the Every white stripes even i don't even think that's him yeah. so. that's what he is the white stripes what, what about meg and his <laughs> meg plays average drums okay so um <laughs> i just want i want to trigger wild. james a little bit more about jack white this shit so they go to this like uh they're in what bolivia and Bolivia. I actually really, I, I thought the best part of the story was the power of this shadow organization. The or the organization that yeah. that Mister yeah. White is like this whole time. We thought MI six was on to us, and it turns out you guys you don't, don't even know, anything. know we exist, and we're everywhere. And yeah. then there's yeah somebody in the room. I, I liked that, like yeah. that this this organization that was so much bigger than Lashif, who we find out is going to be bigger than everyone we run into, is going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yep, is the best decision that they made for this version of Bond. Great concept, and yeah. it has made the movies feel like the tension continues to ramp up with every single movie to a degree yes it feels like feels like they lean on the mission impossible one the faction the what are they the villain no what was it called? I don't know. It's the same thing as in, as in the Mission the Impossible. Yeah, it's all the same. Anyways. But but like his talking about how like they were going to use political p- pressure and natural resources and their connections Install with all certain people with, in the government like, and then get utility contracts. Yeah. I thought that those ideas um, were real enough to like make me buy into the movie. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes with these movies, the plan is like, we are going to make a laser on the moon and <laughs> right. it's going to destroy Asia. Or, you know, like, yeah, literally, yeah, you know, literally happen. Like, they do these things that are just so absurd. And when it, the, the problem is just like, we're going to topple a government uh, for our own political and financial gain and we are working with people from all these major countries i was yeah. like oh okay that stuff was fine it's, i think one of the problems i had yeah. was like then they introduced the americans yeah and they're like over the top corrupt yeah like, hopper was like real corrupt yeah jim hopper's in it and i we don't need to know his real name david harbour oh thanks and and, um, and why is bernard um playing bernard <laughs> he really that's he's a one note actor he dude he is just playing a robot from westworld as an, as an fbi, FBI agent. agent yeah it's he crazy. almost had no uh, emotion at all yeah yeah um it's, so i mean that was a little silly how like over the top corrupt the oh, americans yeah. were yeah um you know and the politicians would be like if you how many times also we're talking about repeating lines how many times are like oh if you only work with the the good guys we wouldn't have anybody to work with you know like yeah. dude they said that six, 16 times yeah. also i feel like um i liked the practicality like eric said of the like the evil scheme mm-hmm. right yeah. it's like we're just gonna like kind of corruptly get all this land and then like steal the water eventually but like i think that's what true detective season two tried to do 
mm-hmm. but they went way too far. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They they blew it up way too long with the the light rail and uh, all that stuff. <laughs> yes. Well, it's like they made a kind of a boring problem that was realistic. Yeah. Uh, in this, but then they had twelve crazy action scenes. Right. Yeah. To be like the problem might not be that crazy, but everything that but happened. Look, but look also, how Bond deals with it by killing yeah. everybody. But they also like just they touched on it like so briefly enough. That it was like, you know, they pulled the map out and like, I want this plot of land. And then he signed the thing. And like that, that was kind of the end of it. Right. I mean, yeah. it, it, it was they they oversimplified it in a good way. Yes, you're right. You're right. Um, they also have uh, numerous chases. They're like, we start with a car chase. Um, what's the next chase we could do? Should we do a plane chase? No, we already have one of those scheduled for That's later. That's dialed in, in for later. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll have to do a boat chase. A lot of chases. They like by chase number two. I was kind of like they got a little boring. The yeah. boat, some little... of the action scenes were a little bit boring, just maybe because there were there were too much of them. The boat one reminded me too much of Indiana Jones. And, and the when last you look crusade. back on like Casino Royale, some of the most exciting stuff was not chases and it wasn't fights. It was like you know matching of wits and stuff. Well, Ugh. in order to to do, write scenes like matching of wits, you need paid writers. It's really fucking hard. You they got to be really smart to because, do that because to like, impress the average person with smart people talking. Last week we compared uh casino royale with bond and lachif to um the second indiana jones or sorry the second sherlock holmes movie right with sherlock and moriarty huge and like, compliment and how like those conversations even though they're not violent even though they're not filled with explosions and shootouts and things like that are i think every bit is exciting Maybe it is more. it is sparring it is it's like in in like in in sherlock holmes a lot of times um they will actually um, fight on screen, but it will all be happening in their minds. Mm-hmm. Yep, and so, cool. so like that kind of thing, I think is is really really fun and interesting. And I think like you 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 nailed that. That's where we missed the writers. Yeah, was was with that. But overall, I mean, I like where they took it. Um, they made you know Bond coming fresh off of losing the love of his life, who's ready to give everything up for Vesper, um, and he was fresh off that killing everybody. Claims he didn't care about her. Of course, he did deeply. Uh, M saw through that. So I thought that, you know, even this installment was still important to develop Bond as a character, his relationship with M. I think that all worked. They killed Mathis, which sucked because he, like, turned out to be innocent. And then it was a really cool part of this movie. And then they killed him and Bond dumped him in a damn dumpster. Like, yeah. just brutal, dude. Brutal. But I think, like, cold Bond, though, like yeah, is, is a character that we really like. He's supposed to be this, like, conscienceless, familyless, just paid killing machine, machine yeah. who can just take down international organizations and things like that. And so I think it works so well when he is smooth and you can see he is great with the women and he is great in social settings and he is charming. How beautiful is Gemma Ayrton, by the way? I don't know who that is. Well, she was the one that like showed up for no reason, had no point. And to, then... to take him in? No, she, um, she was the one that showed up to like... Yeah, I guess to so. To take him in. Yeah, like, yeah, she was yeah. like, yeah. I have to bring you in. He got to the airport, and oh. she was like, you and need to they, get on the next and, But then they, like, ironically enough, what did they throw a nod to? Goldfinger. Do you see oh, her in really? the bed covered in oil? Oh, yeah. yeah that was yeah, exactly yeah. the same positioning yeah. and yes, scene right. as the gold-painted chick. And you I notice need, that? I need you to do this every week where you give us the nods to old Bond movies. Well, well that one was That pretty, was the one we literally did the rewatch of. I don't think I needed That one was pretty obvious. Yeah, you're right. She was covered in oil instead of gold. I liked that, though. Yeah, that was cool. Although I miss her because she's one of my all-time crushes. I remember, Eric, when this movie was coming out, when you know producers the studio whatever we're talking about it 
and they were like, this is a Bond that has zero empathy. He's pissed off at everyone. Mm -hmm. He doesn't trust anyone. He doesn't care about anyone. He's so cold that he's going to do things where you're like, wow. Again, throwing Mathis in the dumpster, I think was a pretty pretty good, shocking pretty good yeah. nod to that of like he just fucking over this whole and he thing. was one that asked him to come with yeah i mean he essentially indirectly got him killed um which sucks because i thought he was a cool character you know but that that one again it was like you know bond in the old movies would always have a couple of good old buddies you know like like indy did indy would have like a and you knew that guy wasn't gonna betray him i do and that's like, what mathis was and then mathis dies and you're I, like, I like oh it in these shit in these movies overall, they're not afraid to kill anybody other than Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Good really. or bad. They're, yeah. they're happy to let people die. And, like, I think what makes the movie feel cold is that a lot of times they kill people in very, like, non-ceremonial ways. Mm-hmm. Like, Mathis got killed Just off screen. Just kind of got shot, yeah. He got killed off screen. No, I think they showed it. Oh, they did? I thought you just saw him in the trunk. Yeah, no. they, he pulled him out of the trunk, and then he just kind of oh, got no, 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 popped no, no, no. a couple yeah, yeah. times quick when yeah. there was like he was mostly the cops were mostly whatever. dead, and then the cops shot him. Yeah, yeah, because right, he was right. like, "Why would you want me to open up the trunk?" And he used that him as like a shield. Yeah, ooh, I know, that was cold. I, I know, like, dude. I like it. It's hardcore, but that's gonna be the arc, the arc. I mean, that's like it's kind of nice to see this now because we have in you know three weeks we're gonna have three more movies in this line for him yeah. to do something with this and to, e- to end this story. Yeah, and I, I'm assuming that this is probably going to be the least caring version of Bond. Yeah, um, I think this is his low. I can't remember, man. In, I just in, don't remember in, a lot I from mean, the next two, which I'm so excited. We'll about. talk Skyfall next week, but Skyfall is a lot about like reflecting on his past mm-hmm. and his family and his history, which we've never gotten in any Bond movie ever. And so I think like that one is going to be like a reflecting period for him and i think it's going to build him back into this character who even though he is so cold and so good at his job he eventually kind of gets that heart back yeah is what i'm going to guess that's what i'm hoping i think that they've crushed this um the only thing i I would say is um the end was pretty bad last act was horrible they literally built some like hotel thing and then they go to a hotel and there's like a real rapey scene yeah, there's a like instant rape mm, scene. Didn't like that. And then there was like a big like they literally just built this stupid structure just so they could blow it up. Mm-hmm. And it like when they first showed it, I was like, oh, they just built this to blow it up because there's nothing else around. It's in the desert. It looks like it was built out of like fast set concrete and two by fours. I mean, it's just literally it looks like a like a set that they would build at like Universal Studios that they blow up and rebuild or some shit. I don't know. Um, so yeah, the ending was was pretty bad. Um, but it set it, it set it into another cool place that we'll get to pick up this next time. I think a little time is going to go by between our this movie and our next one. Yeah. Like and he's back in the good graces a little bit. I so, can't remember. So this last one, it ends with him and this girl who was like a Bolivian secret yeah. like agent or whatever. They go to this complex and then they're kind of both fighting. Um, I, I don't I don't know. I found the, myself... The general? I kind of found myself being confused about yeah. like what their plan actually was. The whole place goes up into flames, um, and it oddly runs on like fuel cells. Yeah, and then like the one guy's like, "Ooh, that seems really unstable." Like, yeah, okay. well, I, good job, writers. Not I think writers. they kind of blew this part. Um, yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, the and even fire, the end fight scene with the yeah. with the axe and stuff was just not really good. I know. And then like at one point the dude has cuts his foot almost in half. I mean, that was pretty hardcore. He's hanging off the side of this thing and then you hear Bond is holding him up by his hair. 
which would be like so painful that either your hair would rip out and you'd I was fall. Say, and almost impossible to do. Yeah. Or if, if your hair was so strongly in your scalp, like none of ours are, um, <laughs> you you would be in so much pain that when a gunshot happened, you wouldn't say, looks like you lost another one. Ha. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then like laugh in Bond's face. I know. And then Bond pulled that guy up to safety. Okay. So then Bond brings. Well, well to be fair. That was also because M had kept saying, again, repeated line, Yeah, you need to stop killing people so we can actually question them. She said that like three times. Yeah. So, so he was trying to learn something and, and whatever. Yeah. Anyways, gets, I mean, like, look, he sets him off in the desert. He the, gets uh, info. We, we off find out later that he's dead. Group, yeah. Yeah. He does get some info. He gets info about this group he's, he's trying to chase down that we'll learn a lot more about in the next movie. And he sends him off into the desert. And gives him a can of motor oil, motor oil, which the guy drinks. They he finds out later. Uh, weird that he had a quart of motor oil in his stomach. The guy wouldn't drink it, dude. If I he had a choice, he would have bashed his head in with it. Yeah, anything. it's just so stupid. If I had a choice of dying a slow, dehydrated, sunburned death in the desert, or drinking motor oil and puking my fucking brains out. While dying a slow, sunburny, dehydrated death in the desert. And plus, it t- turns out the people that he, you know, kind of sold out yeah. went and killed him. Went and killed him anyway. So, it, yeah. why would you're the motor oil isn't going to like instantly, painlessly kill you? So, now we understand the writer's strike. Yeah. So, but yeah, so we don't need <laughs> by, to. At this point in it. the film, we get it. So, let's just give a Rotten Tomato score. I'm, I'm ready. Me too. Um, I think that this movie was fun. It just really was bad compared to the last one. I think this movie was like a. It was like a, a 73. Okay. It was a 73. Wow. I was going to actually say 78, which I think is pretty low. Yeah. I was actually going to go 80 thinking that I was going to be below both of yeah. you. Yeah. But um, I still think Daniel Craig did a good job yeah. with the limited some redeeming stuff things. they had I mean, to work with. I thought the scene... Now the, that he said 73, I like I like that better. But it's fine. It's it's just... It's a it's subpar. Um, it's probably still one of the best Bond movies ever made, which is kind <laughs> yeah. of fucked up. I, I, I liked this movie. Yeah. By, by my 73, I liked this movie. Yeah. It just was... It was a fresh. It just wasn't... It was like a sea fresh. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Like, I liked the theater scene when he had the earpiece. Mm. Like, I thought that was cool. I liked yep. that a lot. That was great. I, there were some good stuff that was, in here. Another mission. I agree with you. Like exact some, replica, but yeah, some of, the, some of the best parts were not the chase scenes. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah. Um, yeah overall, uh, Skyfall's better, and we'll find out. Can't wait. Can't, I'm so psyched to watch so it. So, if anybody wants to watch along, Skyfall is on Paramount Plus. Uh, yes, I'm really excited about. We've been. This. We've actually bought the last two, or you know, rented them for four bucks each. So, yeah, we get a break from that, which is nice. I had the DVD for the first one, hey, so I'm all set good for you, buddy. All right, guys. Um, yeah, so that's it. Watch that with us. And uh, that's all the time we have this week on the Nordies Podcast. Go back, check out our sports cast where we, uh, you know, commiserate with uh, other Vikings fans about their rough start to the season. Uh, but overall, it has, uh, you know, it was a fun, it was a fun episode. Somehow we still made it fun. So uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for hanging with us. We'll be back with you guys next week on the Nordies Podcast.